All right. One, two, three, clap. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to. <laughs> I you did it too quickly. I wanted to be the lone clapper because you were going to leave me high and dry anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. It's almost as if I didn't have a co-host with me. I'm thoughtless? Okay. Um, on this thoughtless episode, we'll talk about the Monday show with Manon Matthews and the Thursday show, Wendy and Dave's song, Allison's Drugs, Burt Knuckles. But first, Lil Rafi. Couple things. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to do before we started talking about all this important stuff is talk about what we're drinking. And on the Thursday episode, they celebrated the beginning of the very first episode in person with a bo- bottle of champagne. So in the spirit of the Thursday show, I am <sighs> going to open a bottle of champagne for... Uh, I didn't want to wait till the end of the show. You know what I'm Manischewitz? saying? Manischewitz? Yeah, let's get Manischewitz. <laughs> Jerk. Manischewitz. Okay. Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh. All right, so I'm just I'm just <laughs> watching this spectacle like what is going it on It truly here? is a spectacle, isn't it? Okay, so what are you drinking? I am drinking a watermelon watermelon? Mm. Oh my god, am I inebriated? <laughs> I'm drinking a watermelon ale from New Belgium called Heavy Melon. Heyo. <laughs> uh so cheers. That refreshing sip was for uh, North Carolina Jen. Do you have any shout-outs, little Rafi? Besides to my big heavy melons. I mean, whatever it's called. <laughs> Shout-out to all the fathers out there. That's a very good shout-out. Um, my shout-outs are also shout-out to all the dads today. Uh, and anyone that's listening. But most importantly, to all the dads. Oh, also, shout out to Megan Parkansky. Happy belated birthday. You refuse to hang out with us because we're not famous. You know, these Hollywood busy types can mm-hmm. only hang out with other Hollywood busy types. So, uh, oh, you know who else? Shout out to Kelly. 
she uh told she sent me a message on instagram saying that she's excited for my july music challenge Ooh, and i was, I was like, just thinking about that today yes. i'm so excited too bad you're not gonna be using any of my cool props but also bel- happy belated birthday to joanna uh we went and celebrated with her on her birthday in beverly Ooh. hills another hollywood type yes. but we had a lot of fun at a friend's themed airbnb we wandered the streets of rodeo drive and you know yeah bh sorry bh the cool kids call it it was kind of uh it was kind of radical got a little buzzy a little schmiz as you would say oh it was a weird and wild time it was great (laughs) i love seeing pictures the next day and go oh oh we did that cool i don't remember that and then oh we had a spicy margarita i'm like we did because that was our fourth drink after we had gone out. And then I started to remember, I remember thinking while we were sitting in the bar, I smell something spicy. What is that? And we were asking them. Then it started <laughs> to dawn on me. It was not yeah. spicy, though. <laughs> True. It was good, I think. I don't really remember. I know the other drinks were great. The French 75. Oh, the French 75. Good. Ooh. And then baby. the uh, elderberry liqueur drink was amazing too those two were uh top notch as they say and then playing friends trivia and watching friends all night it was like a dream come true for you are you sure it wasn't your birthday little Rafi? also shout out to joanna for actually doing a shot of tequila unlike elizabeth who was like trying to pretend like she wasn't paying attention so she could (laughs) just like hide it or like she probably was trying to burst down the sink of all i don't drink tequila but it's Casamigos. I wanted to enjoy it. I like to sip my li- liquor. I like to sip my alcohol, not take shots. I'm not, what am I, 15? I don't want to do shots. But when you pointed it out and made me an example to the class that I needed to take a shot, I did drink it. Okay. So we should say next week we're going to be going to see the new Fast and Furious. And anybody that wants to join us, we don't know where, we don't know when, we don't know how, but we do know that we live our life. At a quarter of a mile at a time. <laughs> Whatever the fucking saying is. I'm a real FNF buff now. Sorry to tell you. Oh my god. I just realized that the the stupid song from the last one where people keep uh, posting the clip about, you know, when Paul Walker's car goes one way and Dominic's goes the other way. And it's it's that song that's like, it's been a long time since I've seen you, my friend. This is us after the fucking... The, the 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 Rona is gone now, Lisa. It's been a long time, Ray. Scott, it has been a long time. And you know what's Trice? funny? True <laughs> is even funnier is that you and I are recording remotely today. <laughs> Hilarious. You know why? Because we've been we've been together too many times. It's a cause for disaster. It's but a also ordered. <laughs> It's court ordered. Uh, there's at least uh, how many feet do you have to be away from me? I forgot. <laughs> or is it me against you? All that knife play in Beverly Hills. <laughs> it's a. Ma- it's just a miracle we didn't cut ourselves or somebody or whatever. Or get well, arrested. my knife is too dull to cut anyone, according to you, and your knife is too slow to come out to cut someone. Sorry. So Sorry. yeah, <laughs> no one's no one's in danger here. Yeah, we could have gotten jumped by posing on that classic car, though. That was probably not the best idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure like the septuagenarian who owns it was probably pretty miffed. <laughs> it took him at least like a half hour to get it to hobble out there. Sorry. 
get edited out, right? <laughs> no, it won't. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. That's, you know, we'll talk more about champagne later, but I figured I didn't want to start at the end the way they did. I feel like this is cause for celebration. It's funny that, oh yeah, I say we're going to talk about the end, then I go ahead and talk about it. Anyhow, the other thing we're going to do in July is Christmas in July, and uh, anybody that wants to join us, we're going to go to Tam O'Shanters. We're going to get a hotel room, possibly. I'm not sure of the dates yet, but if you're uh, wanting to join us for some subpar prime rib, then join us. And we can wander the streets. Bring your blades. I know that neighborhood. It's not good for wandering, but we can still wander. No, it's not. <laughs> you want to go to the CVS? You want to go to the mm. Carl's Jr.? Oh. There's a um, Panda Express. I think, I think they a have Best some, Buy? some famous stars over there at that Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i was like i was like do they really and then i was like oh your face went from like zero to 60 <laughs> of like whoa <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway uh, yeah we don't need to wander we'll have a hotel room we can we can reenact all of the drinking that we did in beverly hills and maybe i don't know i felt pretty good the next day i was a little bit you know, I, I had I had my sea legs, but whatever. Oh my god, Lisa, I just realized what? right near there, there's a Mimi's cafe. We can go get some French onion soup, a couple of uh Sazeracs. <laughs> we'll, we'll fucking, you know, light this town light this town red, paint the town <laughs> red. Do you know the clientele that goes to Mimi's Cafe by any chance? And by the way, I went there. I got raw chicken, served raw chicken there once, and that's a place that my mother-in-law likes to go. But they do have this delicious dip that I like to get and eat it as lunch. Gross. Yeah. It's melted cheese and apples. It's really good. Apples? Brie cheese. It's, you know, it's my last meal cheese, so anyway, I'll take it. I mean, we did have some lovely brie at the Airbnb. Oh my gosh, we did. That's right. Those were little mini brie's. I've never bought those from Trader Joe's, and I will now. Little bite-sized nuggets of love. I could just like be driving down the street and popping brie in my mouth, my chompers, because that's what I call it now. Is it called champers though? I don't want to even I think know. It's, I don't want to know. Champers. What did I say? Sh- you said. Did champers. I say it like two different ways? That was not that. Yes. Cool. I think you said champers and champers. You gotta <laughs> split the difference and go with champers, unless you're doing your own thing, which is fine. I, I'm I all for do. it, Lise. I usually go to the beat of my own drum. I need a different... No. Sorry. I need a different coaster here. This oh, is boy. a little cattywampus. All right. Well, look at this thing. It's like... Can you see? <laughs> yeah. Is it made of wood or leather? <laughs> it's wood. It's just a slice of wood that I use to, like, practice my... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, our, I guess our guest is here early. <laughs> Are you coming live from the outback? What the fuck? What the yeah, hell my... are you gonna... <laughs> if the real thing would be if the curtains just parted and you see like a little bird head. Oh god! Yeah, the crows are crazy around here. Uh... Crazy about podcasting, at least. Totally crazy about it. Okay. Oh, my God. I was knocked over my champs. <laughs> Did I say it right that time? Okay. Yes. 
Okay, so let's talk about Monday. Oh, wait. Little Rafi, do we have any BFF hotline calls? Yes, we do. Elizabeth, and boy, am I excited about this one. I'm going to buckle up and pour myself some more chompers. (laughs) Good. I will play this message while you do that. There was some hot chat on the most recent episode about uh, boiled peanuts and peanuts and Coke. So your resident southerner, Whitney C., is calling in to drop the deets. Um, So you've had boiled peanuts. Like Lisa said, we had them when you guys came down to see Jenna Kim Jones. I still don't understand why boiled peanuts are controversial. And you'll notice I did... The first time I said it, I said boiled peanuts, and I gave it a little bit of that I sound because that is what people expect outside the South. But in the South, we say boiled peanuts, so yeah. Um, when we had our boiled peanuts, I was just shook that not everybody loved them. It's oh. one of those foods that was so so much a part of my daily experience growing up that it just seems incredibly normal to me and I can't fathom how some people don't like them like some foods I can see you know like oh I love x food but I can see how some people might be put off by it but boiled peanuts are one of those things that I just can't really see why people don't like them they're delicious um you have to get the right texture of course of of boiled peanut we don't want them to be too soggy but once you clear that mark, there's there's no drawbacks, no flaws to be detected. Now, dropping peanuts in the Coke is a whole different thing. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's not bad. I was surprised when Lisa was like, that's something that I would love. It's fine. It doesn't really change the flavor of the Coke that much because, you know, if you're even if you're drinking a can that's like 12 ounces of Coke, and if you're putting like five peanuts in there you know that's that's a whole lot of coke that the flavor has to combat so um you do eat the peanuts at the end i don't know what this guy was on about on the thursday show um and it's fine they do get a little bit soggy they do because they're all peanuts um putting bold peanuts in coke is a sin against god and should never happen and i'm probably about to run out of time so i'm gonna say goodbye Oh my gosh, I love everything about this phone call. Everything. Because I do want to know, the the bowl peanuts that we had in Georgia, is that a good representation of the right texture? Uh, the other thing is, when you are raised eating nice hard nuts, like I'm used to, um, having a soft nut in my mouth, it's it's different. It's, it's You have to acquire the taste. So, I mean... I think I just need to have more nuts in my mouth to really gauge if I like them or not. I was on the fence. I was. On, I really wanted to like it because it was such a, what's the thing, when it's local to something, regional. It was a regional treat, people that grow up on it, something I've heard about. So I wanted to like it. So I'll give them another chance. Um, thank you, Whitney, for calling in. Um, the, the part of uh, this call that stuck with me was she said that it was a part of her like daily existence growing up. And that was interesting. Um, so like did she just have her, pocket her fulls of, like, how I had hot dogs in my pocket? Did she just have, like, pocket fulls of boiled nuts? Just sacks full of boiled peanuts? So the thing that I thought, like, the only thing I could consider being part of my daily existence growing up mm. is tortillas. It's like, it doesn't matter what you eat. You eat it with tortillas. Fried chicken, tortilla. 
carne asada tortilla. I had pizza same tortilla. Thing. I had well, I had pot roast and tortillas, but which is a lot like carnitas, but not at all. Um, yeah. Okay, so we need more information. We need to know was that a good representation of boiled peanuts? How was it in your daily life? What was your, you know, routine? And also the other thing, the reason why I think peanuts and Coke would be so good is because I love eating salted peanuts and having a Coke together. So I feel like them being together is what combined thing I would enjoy, especially because they're crunchy. But if they do get soggy, that might be a little bit weird. I don't know. Okay. So I'm, I think I'm in the minority where if I'm... If I'm eating one thing, mm-hmm. I don't like to drink something mm. at the same time. I remember in the fifth grade, my teacher took a big ass bite of his bagel, just like a plain whatever bagel. Mm-hmm. It was not, not like a sandwich, didn't have toppings. It was just a bagel. Oh, and then he that's, started chug- What is he, a caveman? <laughs> and he started chugging some water. And I was like, ew. Okay. Gross. I can get behind this guy. So. <laughs> Here's the thing. I never heard of people like you until someone sent oh, that wow. sent that in as a JMO. So you minorities sent <laughs> your face. Get that clip. <laughs> yeah, Colonel Jeff, if you're here. Oh, he's busy down. What? Um, so anyway, B Slammon sent some JMO in about She's grossed out by people that eat like take a bite and then take a swig of something to drink. Like same thing that you just said. My whole thing is I will eat things and drink things together based on their flavors together. Like I like certain foods with certain drinks because of how they come together in my mouth. Also, (laughs) what do you think about like people that pair wines with food or things like that? Okay. Food pairings, I can totally get behind. You don't put them in your mouth together, though. Have you ever taken a bite of a filet or some good steak, like a ribeye, and then taken a swig of red wine after you've chewed it a little? I mean, it sounds disgusting to describe it, but when you do that, you want it all together in one bite. Merlot? Never heard of it. Did they just invent it? No, Lisa. Yes, but, okay. Rafi. And Here's... hot coffee with like a, like a hot black coffee with no, some sort of brother. sweet treat. Take a bite of something sweet like a donut. Wash it down with some hot coffee. You, you what, see me raising I... the roof over here? <laughs> what am I, Lou DiMaggio dunking my dinkies donuts? So I don't dunk. I'm not a dunker. I dunk <laughs> it. I do dunk it in my mouth, not in the cup. Okay, so <laughs> I recall. So, okay, like some of these... It's not for me, Lisa. It's never going to be. But for other people, I can see it. But I remember in school as a kid, I don't remember who it was, but they would eat like a chocolate donut and swig a Coke after. And I'm like, you sick fucking fuck. No, I've done that with a ding dong. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm just like, how are you eating sugar with sugar? My parents would smack the shit out of me if I tried that. So that's the for me, they would smack the shit out of me because they're like taste them separately because they're both delicious (laughs) um because coke is so sweet but if you have it with something sweet it doesn't taste sweet anymore so it's it it cancels each other out and it's not as great but i have done it i have craved it a few times where i want sweet and sweet but typically no typically i want a handful of salty nuts and a nice ice cold coca-cola so combine them in one yeah 
The only problem is, is washing the salt off. I don't know. I think I want it to be salty and then sweet, not like a mixture. So that's the only problem. Where does it end, Lisa? How about pretzels? I like salty pretzels and I drink Coke. Why not mix them together? Let's make a fucking sh- dough, doughy schmutz at the bottom of my goddamn can, huh? <laughs> kind of creep do you think i am well that's just disgusting but if you make it a slurry oh, in your mouth peanuts. then it's good oh <laughs> the thing is, is like, well you describe it as disgusting but the these flavor profiles and these uh palette that is um what's the word <laughs> when it's better than Acquired. yours no uh, oh yours is uh <laughs> um, seasoned i don't know mm, yeah anyway I enjoyed this call very much, but obviously it left us wanting more. I want to know more information. I have more questions. I have, I want to try both of these things again and for the first time. Yes. Yes. All right. Any other calls? That's it. All right. If you would like to call in and talk about salty nuts in your mouth or your Coke, you can dial 818-BFF-0732. Hey, I don't know why or I text. just... Or text. Or text. Or text. Or text. All right. Let's talk about Monday, shall we? Yes. Okay. So we started out the Monday show with Allison talking to the bad boy of podcasting, which I always enjoy. We got a little bit of a millipede check-in, as Allison likes to say she can relate to the QAnon folks. She calls them peds. And... That's what I call my ex next door neighbor, but he's the fuck out of here. That Pete is gone. Um, what do you think? They were trying to figure out when Tony's bad boy era was or is. And I wonder if we could pinpoint that. And they said to, to tweet to tweet at Allison at ARIYMBF and they wanted Paul Russ to come up with a hashtag. I came up with one. This might be a little late in the game, but bad to the tone, obviously. <laughs> Don't need no Paul Russ when you got Lisa Rust right over here. <laughs> Lisa Rusty. Um, anyhow, what do you think? Do you feel weird that he's trying to copy your name? Um, I would never go by the bad boy of anything. That's not in your bio um, that they were talking about? I knew they were alluding no. to somebody. I've been the bad son, the bad boyfriend, <laughs> the bad tipper. The bad credit risk. But, exactly. <laughs> but never the bad boy. Um. I hate to break it to Tony, but he's not a bad boy. I know. If y- he's just not. He drives a Prius. Bad boys don't drive Prii, and they definitely mm. don't have adorable dogs that they post on Instagram twenty four seven. True, but that dog could be that dog could pass for a bad boy. A bulldog. Maybe. It's like a bad boy's dog, kind of, or someone trying to be. But a Prius. That's a bad boy in Hollywood. <laughs> that's a, sorry. That's a bad boy of her Burbank. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's cute that he wants to be the bad boy, but like he's never going to be the bad boy. He's not a bad boy. He's a good guy. Yeah. It just doesn't work like that. He should embrace it. He, much like yourself, not so secret, sweetie. How dare you? Well, there can be more than you one. You know what, Lisa? Yeah. You're you're a real. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep it as if I called oh you a bad name. My God, little Rafi, how dare you? It would have been perfect if the crow came in right at that time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I should edit that in there. <laughs> <laughs> or the um, or the parrots from when we were at the circle <laughs> that came in <laughs> and squashed for when that lady ate some ass. Yeah. Okay. That dumb. 
Okay. So, Manon is the author of Funny How It Works Out. Uh, I really enjoyed her being on. I looked her up afterwards because I, I always like to kind of put a face to the name because I never know any of these people that Allison has on. And I, I saw her. I thought, oh, my gosh, she looks so familiar. But I didn't know where she looked familiar from. But she sounded very grounded. And there were a lot of – I feel like there are a lot of Monday guests that Allison will have on. And she just scratches the surface and just kind of like – when she had Robert Eiler on, she just talked about the drugs and it's like, let's go into this or that. And with, I think with Manon, we got a little bit, a little bit more, um, from her childhood and a little bit, geez, even just from her marriage story. Like there were so many things here that I was just like, oh my gosh, just, um, I want to read her book though. Sounds very interesting. I also very much enjoyed this show. I don't know where she's from or what, got her on this show was she just here to promote the book like is she an actress or a comedian what is she i think she's all the above because someone that does impressions i feel like you have some comedy there but also yes acting too i think just a little bit of everything yeah so she won this Mm. game show that i heard of a long time ago that it was like to find the best all-around comedian. So, like, they do stand-up, they do sketch impressions and fucking Vines at the time. R.I.P. Vine. Um, so, I should, like, follow her. She's Totally. She seems like she's funny, and uh, I enjoyed her on the show. It is interesting to but think yeah, about... yeah, she should come back. She should. It's interesting to think about Vine stars and the fact that Vine just goes away. And you think about... She had millions of followers, and then you have to start all over again on Instagram or TikTok. And um, I really enjoy TikTok, but it's the fucking devil, and I, I can't be on it that much. Or, like, I, I, the time will just fly by. But it's so much more enjoyable to me than being on, like, Instagram or – it's just it, – I really enjoy it a lot, actually. I, I texted Allison today, <laughs> one of the TikToks that I sent you guys, because it's just, like – so random and i love these now that tiktok's got my algorithm it's like oh cool we're gonna have conspiracy theories you're gonna have uh past life stuff and you're gonna have shitty commercials that you didn't know existed um and you know old ladies but it or and cats obviously when you send us uh four tiktoks in a row i'm like lisa's using her free time uh yep like your husband leaves town and you're like you know what i'm gonna do I'm going on TikTok. Yep. It's it's funny because I used to only do it at certain times of the day, and that would be when I was probably in the bathtub. Um, but I, u- I used to only send you guys three because I'm like, I'm not sending more than three because that's like overkill. So then I think the last two times I sent four, I'm like, nope, you got to cap it. You got to pick your top four, and then you got to go. And you got to go. Got to go out on a high note. Um, yeah, I know. It's sad. But... It's so good. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to see what she's doing on TikTok. And typically, I don't want to see anybody famous on TikTok. If I see a famous face, I usually just like scroll right past it. I just want to see like the everyday like nonsense of people's lives. And it makes me really want to do a TikTok and be a part of it, but like I don't I don't think I could. It's not it's just not I don't think it's in my DNA. Yeah, that's the thing. Whenever you see these videos, I'm like what is the motivation yes, to, to do this? To turn a camera like, on and like, especially with the person that like one person plays four different parts. Like they're all funny, but I'm like, who sits down and thinks about doing this? Yeah. I just think like social media period. It's True. like, 
I know at one time I was like, yes, I will post things. And now people give me shit because I don't post anything. And it's like, I think, uh, I, I don't think either one is better than the other. But for me personally, I don't think I need to be sharing, you know, oh, I fucking saw this dumb thing. That's what our, our dream team text message is for. This hey, is look true. at this jackass with this <laughs> license plate. But. I saw this flower. You could, <laughs> this is the highlight of my day. Well, you could have enjoy. You this. could have the account at FOTD, and you could post a flower nope. every every day, and it would be interesting. Like every time I see it, something, I'm like, "Oh, that'd be cool if you posted that on TikTok, or if Jen did, or if Lauren did." And it's like, I think I would have a lot of fun posting it. But even if I post like one thing on Instagram, I start getting anxiety of like, I'm sharing too much of my real life. Like, I don't know. I go, I start getting like all like freaked out about like, maybe I look too fat or my, I just start like going in my head about like, maybe I, maybe people don't want to see this. this is like annoying. I don't know. I start feeling like I'm annoying people. And then I'm just like, I don't want to post anything. So then I wait until I'm drunk and we're recording and then I'll post that video. <laughs> mm -hmm. So those were fun. So Manon, Talking about balancing outside approval. And I, I think this goes along with the whole social media, everything, and being best friends with yourself and people pleasing and all of that balancing, which I feel like is something I totally relate to. I know it's something Allison related to, but it sounds like she has a good grasp, or at least she she talks like she does. <laughs> yeah, she seemed uh, very healthy about all her stuff. Yeah. Um, so the story of her wedding and her marriage is, I could say it's a cautionary tale, but it's not. It's like freak, like, I, I can't even imagine how she feels because she's married someone that is, treats her like a, a queen and treats her like, she, he says all the right things and he's romantic and does all the things a woman would want or normal women. And, um, <laughs> sorry, uh, and then to find out he's just a pathological liar, like the amount of effort that goes into being a good bad guy is like so mind blowing to me that she, there's no red, like usually guys like this, there's red flags, red flags. You just ignore him. You're just like, I'll just throw that one over here and just whatever. But there weren't a lot of them. So it's kind of strange to me and scary. I want to know who this guy is because didn't she say he's like kind of notable or something? Yeah, I looked him up. He's not. No. Not to us, oh, to was... people that, that she would be notable to. He looks like a typical mm. white guy with a beard. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I just wanted her to like... I like when people are very upfront about someone who wronged them. <laughs> like, yes. I think it's... I think it's kind of funny to be like, yeah, this person's a piece of shit. And uh, I don't care who knows it because they're the piece of shit. They should be the ones that are ashamed, not you know the victims and i do hate that when people um, do speak out or say anything and they're like well you should just let them be because you're just lowering yourself to their levels like no shine a light on these fucking assholes and write a book about it and let's go on every talk on every podcast and talk about it because screw that guy and the fact that other women are coming reaching out to her and saying like oh i had the same experience with him and i mean so that part's a cautionary tale just because of him anybody that goes to date him they're gonna know that they're he's I actually dated someone like him, except he was totally mean at, at the same time. But like all the lying and all the different like things and like wanting to get married in the first like two weeks that we met and like getting rings tattooed in the first like couple of months. Like it was on the fast track of like, let's get married and blah, blah, blah. But it was more of like a possessiveness of like he was a horrible person. 
there's plenty of red flags to be like, goodbye. Uh, Lisa, are there any creeps you want to out? I think we should uh, oh start gosh. outing these fucking Let's creeps. Let's say his name. Shall we? On the count of three. <laughs> Do you have someone you can out? <laughs> I don't think you've heard of him. Oh, does it matter? No one listening is going to know, except for my North Carolina friend, Jen. Lu- okay, Louis Pereira, you can go fuck yourself. You, my friend, not my friend. <laughs> and he's an Orange County Sheriff, and he's a pile of abusive shit. And his nickname from his bandmates, because he was in a band, a really good band too, unfortunately, but they called him Lou Lies because he was a pathological liar and a piece of shit. Actually, they named a whole song after him. They called it, they called it Lou Lies and then they changed it to, oh shit. What is it when something like sucks off of something else to like live? Oh, it's, um, uh. I can't remember. It's like uh it's like you know, the little fish that is oh, eating the, the Pacostomus Bob. Um the Pacostomus, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> That's another shout out. Um Oh boy. Actually Allison knows that band, Placostomus Bob. But anyway. Uh it's not a vampire. It's the per- what is it? it... A parasite. Thank you. The song's called Parasite. And so they renamed it after they kicked him out and they're like, they wrote a song about him being a giant pile of shit. So anyway, let's out this fucking guy. I always thought it'd be fun to do like a podcast where people come on and like out their exes or like whoever, except for you're going to find the people that are lying about it. But um, anyway, fuck that guy. We need our own segment like, hey, go fuck yourself, except it's uh, go fuck your mother or something. (laughs) Your wife's a slut or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so are you gonna call anybody out for being a piece of shit uh it is not my call out to call out unfortunately. Oh, okay. otherwise <laughs> it'd already be out there oh okay all right so lewis go fuck yourself Ugh. and your mother and probably your mother even though she probably died by now but whatever she died knowing you were a piece of shit so way to go loser what did i do <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, her story was just kind of mind blowing. I think I was listening, just going, "Oh my god!" the entire time, just like, "Holy shit!" So I'd like to read this book and uh, have her back on again. Do you have anything else for Monday? Nope. All right. I'm so glad we get to hear Whitney's voice twice today. I like how I burped at the end of that. That's really classy. Class act. All right. It's time for Winnie C's cues. She's got the cues that never fail to start a good convo. She ain't shy. She's not afraid to push the envo. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. It's Whitney C. Whitney C. Whitney C's cues. Whitney C wants to know... If you had an overnight guest, like a friend, coming in just for one night, Zip. this is not a person you particularly need to impress, but you just want to have a nice low-key night and take them out somewhere Zip. near your house and give them, you know, a taste of the local flavor, Zip. where would you take them? I'm asking because I'm sitting here with the olive. Hi. 
and uh, we are in Marietta Square, which is about a mile from where we live, and we just came on a walk, kind of a spur of the moment walk so that Matt could take some pictures, and we ended up at this really yummy ice cream place, and we were talking about how we would take people to the Marietta Pizza Company, which is down the street. We get some ice cream, might go to the antique slash record store over here. Yes, please. And it would be a nice Marietta evening. But I thought you guys might give us some answers, um, not just related to California, but also I'd like to hear from people in the BFF group online. Where would you guys take an out-of-town overnight guest? Not necessarily to impress, but just to give them a taste of the local flavor. That is such a good question. I think most people probably know my answer because half the people listening have been to my house and been overnight guests and I have taken them here and I've taken Rafi here and that is the Orange Circle, which is the center of our town. And I think what I love about it is just it's got something for everybody. So just and you can walk around. There's food. There's drinks. There's people watching. It's usually people watching us, whatever. Um, antique stores. It's just record shop, wherever. It's got everything. And... It's just, a, you know, it's been part of certain movies. <laughs> so then I can show you some of the filming locations, which I know Lauren loved. <clears throat> so anyway, um, that is an easy one for me as far as just going there. And even people that grew up here that moved away and come back, we always end up going there because it's just, it's always nostalgic and it's always going to be good. What about you, Lil Roth? Well, I, I think I'm going to be doing one of these uh, show you around kind of trips pretty soon. Zip. Um, when, <laughs> oh yeah, she said uh, the show them the local flavor. Oh, hey. <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. Not 31 over here. When Megan came to visit Colorado, I took her to all the hot spots. Columbine High School. The John Bonet Ramsey House. Other places that bad stuff happened. My gosh. So, yeah, I, I've i got it all figured out. You want to come by? You want to go see the uh, the place where uh, James Holmes booby-trapped his apartment? Yeah, I grew up on that street. Let's go. I'll take you And there. you know what's great about Colorado is they don't stop doing things. So there's even more current things that you can go check out. Oh, really? Like what? Um, isn't the super... Whatever it's called, the Supermax. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh yeah, there's the Supermax prison. Like fucking. <laughs> I didn't mean that. What, three what's the, hours south. What's the grocery store that they just shot up? Oh God, King Supers. King Supers. That was like months ago. So they'll, I'm sure there'll uh, be more over by it, Lisa. two weeks from now. Um. Anyway. Also, there's the Walmart. The other Walmart. Oh yeah, right. That too. That's right. So the next time, the next time. Well, the next time I'm in Colorado, but. I would love to have you show me around Colorado. That'd be really cool to go check out all, all your local haunts. Um, but yeah, so mine is downtown Orange. I love it. And um, But I feel like almost every cool town has something that's similar. So you can really go anywhere and it's going to be the same. I don't know if I could pick one place wow. to take them to eat because there's so many places. But um I know LaRafi still has yet to go to the Cuban place, which I know he loves Cuban food. It's because I distrust Cubans. <laughs> One of the people you can hear, probably hear is my neighbor is Cuban. I call him the Baba Loser. 
Because he sounds like a uh, poor man's Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> anyway, uh, I won't be taking you to see that. But I am curious to hear about all out-of-state places. I know that um, Lee Bruns took David Huntsberger to, I think, a pizza place there local in town. And I would love to come visit and see his, you know, his little local spots. And um, yeah, so I can't wait to hear what everyone has to say on the Facebook page. Always fun. And I liked hearing uh, Matt in the background. Yeah. Hi, y'all. Sorry, I need to take a sip. See ya. See ya. <laughs> okay. Talk. Shall we talk about Thursday? Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. No, I don't need to talk about it. Well. Tell me. It's at the end of this episode. And we're already off of Monday. But Manon was talking about her neuro-linguistic programming that she's certified and I immediately looked it up and I ordered a book and it's something I think that I want to do it's very interesting it's partly like hypnosis but I am super curious about this so if I could change my life positively I'm gonna do it and if I could help other people even better but then also they offer certification for life coaches Lil Rafi if I get into this game you can hire me (laughs) Can you imagine? <sighs> Listen, Lisa, I'm already trying to get Jen to be my therapist. I don't think I have enough money for a life coach also. Well, I'm pretty sure you can. Or do. Okay. All right, Thursday, we were her little orange glazed cinnamon rolls sent in by none other than Becky Milliner, famous for her butterscotch haystacks, famous for her potato candy. She actually texted me. Before I even heard this episode, that she got her orange. She's like, I got my cinnamon rolls called. And I love, I am partial though because I live in orange and everything is citrus. I love citrus added to everything. So when she started posting this, I don't know how many months ago, I was just like, oh, hell yes, I need to make some of these this weekend. I forgot to. But for the next group recording, I'm making some orange glazed cinnamon rolls. They are so good. Don't look that face. Uh uh. What's funny is they talked more about the butterscotch haystacks than they talked about the, but she said she sent them both the, um, the recipe and I'm guarantee you Wendy will make it and it does not have coconut in it. So I think Becky has a bit of a sweet tooth. She sent me some other things. Well, she also sends in, uh, biscuits and gravy every single week and mm. um, a couple of other things but she sent me a recipe for something that I don't know why she has not sent this in as a carb because it sounds disgusting but I looked at the recipe and it looks delicious and that is a pretzel a strawberry pretzel salad so going back to your mm. pretzel slurry I was just like oh god what's this gonna be disgusting but no it's like a layer of pretzel crust so you like break it up with butter and like make it into a crust then you make like a fresh strawberry with strawberry jello layer and then like a cool whip layer it's summertime baby i'm making a Mm. strawberry pretzel salad but why not put that in as a carb (laughs) i was picturing a salad that has strawberries in it and has pretzels and i was like i could do that but what you just board. described, I was like, no. So I looked it up and then this other person was like, I'm not going to call this a salad because that sounds disgusting. So they called it like strawberry pretzel bars or something like that. Um, I, no. I hear the chihuahua has uh, stopped yapping in your background there. 
I guess. Maybe it's dead. Oh, that's that's a bummer. I can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we said before, this was their first in-person episode, which if you think about it's it's funny how we've I mean, I don't know how how many months I I don't I didn't even write it down cuz I don't Daniel didn't say anything about the plague. Last week it was 64, so it would be 65. So 64 weeks of not in-person recording. T- talking about how much they missed it, talking about all these other things. All, all of our lives slowly changed for the worse, and now they're slowly changing for the better. And I don't think the gravity of them being in person really hit me until I like, really thought about what we've all been through as a, a human, uh, as the humankind. Human, what, was, what should it be? Race. Thank you. Always bring it back to race. So, anyway, it's it's quite large, and I think it's awesome that... Wendy brought champagne to celebrate. I think that was very cool. Um, but they talked about being out of practice with socializing. And I find that very strange because I feel like, especially when you couldn't be in person at all, we were forced to have, you know, forced to have like Zoom meetups and, and doing house party and do stuff like that where you're like forcing yourself to get out of your comfort zone and like make time for your friends where I feel like I saw my friends even more almost it's not like you're just sitting around talking to nobody I feel like I was talking to more people and connecting more but also Allison was still doing her show every week with all different people I feel like you're still talking to people I, I don't know why being in person and they're like I don't know how to be a human I guess just like the little things like do we shake hands do we hug can we kiss are we Ew. going down on each other <laughs> Um, you know, just like stuff like that. Like when you meet a stranger at a party, like you don't know. The usual. You're right. Yeah. I am out of practice. I usually just go in for a hug first and then I'm like, what's your name again? My usual is a finger in the butt. I mean. You know, we're, we're all different. What's cool is you start with one because you're, well, yeah. you got to test the waters and be polite about it. Yeah. You know, you got to see uh, just how uptight they are. <laughs> yeah. If they lean into it, whatever. Yeah. Um. So they talked a little bit more again about the bad boy of podcasting and about maybe just bringing back no robe. And I just love that Wendy had this whole thought process of sending him a partial robe in the mail. Just like that's I feel like that's a a thought process of insanity that I would have done. Like something that I'd be like, I have a good idea. I'm going to send him half of a robe and see what happens. It's like that's hilarious and weird and I think we could, instead of No Rope Tony, I came up with a new name. He could be Tony Robles because that sounds kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> this is like a personality test because mm. not until they mentioned it, mm. did I consider that she meant like a top half of a robe. I thought she meant like a left See, or right same. half. Okay. I pictured half down the middle of a robe, which if you got that, yeah. you'd be like, is there a serial killer like sending yeah. me half of clothing? <laughs> they're like telling you, they're warning you that they're going to slice you yes. in half. Then when she described that it was like a top half of the robe, which the bottom half would be very hard to do. But I also feel like these people would be very receptive to hear about all of oh. my inventions <laughs> and Jen's, North Carolina Jen. Inventions in heavy quotation marks. Porque. Because robes were already invented. So that, yeah. And how much money has Snuggies made? But that's, uh, That <laughs> is a robe on backwards. 
Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I just if think, you added a hole think... to it and called it a Jack Coffee, how much? That's not infringing on anybody's robe business. And by the way, the recovery is genius. Although I, the look on Joanna's face when I described it last week was like, um. <laughs> you mean it has pockets like like a robe? Okay. Yeah, but the hood is extra long. Yeah, but they're for pills. Uh, and see, cheeseburgers. Pockets for pills. And cheeseburgers. And, electro- and electrolyte. What about... With a straw, electrolyte wh- liquids. What about your vegan uh, customers? They just go, fuck yourselves. That's a cheeseburger pocket, not a fucking I don't know if you know pocket. this, but they make cheeseburgers plant-based. So I can have a griller pocket. Oh, it's fine. Wow. A prime oh, griller, so- Morningstar Farms. Put them... Line my so- pockets, baby. I'll eat them up. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like you're changing your tune. There ain't no tunes changing mm-hmm. here, boy. Just because you assume because I'm t- I'm talking that meat's going in my face doesn't mean that it's going to be from a dead animal. Listen, hot dogs in your pockets. You you can take the hot dogs out of the pockets, but you can't take the pockets out of the hot dogs, Lisa. I thought you were going to say take the hot dogs out of the girl. Well, here's the thing. I've also yeah, that's what I meant. I've also had Morningstar Farms hot dogs, and they're delicious. I love meatless everything i love fake meat i like real meat i like it all <laughs> okay okay i'm glad i didn't say anything with that motion that i just did <laughs> i just like food is the thing okay so as much as i like allison trying new games or new bits or new segments the news quiz one i it's not my favorite but I like her trying new things. We've all tried new things. And then you find out it's not the best. That's fine. That's fine. But what did you think about her new game of Guess the Accent? This was terrible. <laughs> it's almost as if... It's almost like if I did this segment. The horrible. Like if you did it, no problem. Great. That's actually an accent I cannot do. Did it's you guess what tough. it was? Even though she... Yes! <laughs> Of course. I thought she was trying to do that horrible Boston accent that they were doing like two weeks ago. Oh. I, that's what I guessed. But then how how Wendy was like, so you said it in the actual word? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you're giving it away. <laughs> I love that Wendy calls her out on her nonsense, like with the slinky thing. And the, whatever the cart, like where she's just like, oh, this is like early onset dementia. Like basically just, <laughs> I mean, I like that she calls her out on her shit, but I also like that Allison it, it, is a good sport because it was horrible, but it was funny to hear Wendy's reaction. Yeah, I think David does that also to a certain extent, but I think Wendy gets away with it more. She can be more direct about it. Or- yes. But because they have known each other for so, so long. So, so long. And speaking of the Slinkies, Allison actually brought them back. And I love that she was like, well, now you guys are in person and I can do the Slinkies. It's like, oh, God, (laughs) this is getting worse. Um, So uh, I think she needs to auction those off because she could probably make some money off of those things. Maybe just bring them out a few more times and just really bore the hell out of all of us and no, i'm just kidding i loved it i did get a text from allison regarding tiktok but should i te- text her about that too sure you should auction off slinkies oh. lisa yes, sir. 
speaking of our drunken Beverly Hills romp, I texted Allison with oh, my Patreon perk. That's right, you did. And I said, <laughs> uh, "I'm five drinks in, but how about tournament of Tony? Because Tony's a single mm-hmm, fella, mm-hmm. and." They could do. There's a lot of listeners out there who would love to go on a date with the tone. A zone. That's for shiz. Allison, make it happen. Tony's sad and alone, just up there in Burbank with his dog. Let's make a love connection happen. God knows this show isn't bringing anyone else together. That is truer words, little Rafi. Um, I just love that. First of all, five drinks. That's generous about yourself. That was at the time. It was five. Wasn't it after we got back? No. That was at oh the, before we went. Oh, let me. Oh, I could tell. <laughs> I could tell you the exact time because uh, I have my. It phone was here, nine something. Seeing. And I remember I was like, "So you're texting Allison at nine forty-five p.m. on a Sunday?" Yeah, exactly. When she's right. 9.49 p.m. Yeah. So, like, Perfect. as I said... That's her dinner she, time, Yeah, that's true. But she was probably falling asleep to whatever show her and Daniel were watching. Um, she and Daniel. But... Did she respond? Yeah. Oh. So she responded to my TikTok text from today, and she did not respond to that. So yeah. you need to tweet that, because that is brilliant, first of all. I'm sure Tony would love it. <laughs> He doesn't know what he wants or likes. And by the way, now I figured out a little bit more about him because I was tweeting with him back and forth about this whole bad boy of podcasting thing. And he mentioned his birth date. And now I'm like, oh, okay. Now I get it. We would not. He's a 75er. (laughs) No, I'm older than him. But his Zodiac sign. Oh. What is it? I don't know, but it's no bueno. (laughs) It's not good for me. I just know that. I'll bleep it out. He's like... I mean, what's good for you? No Libras (laughs) and no Scorpios. Ever. Oh, he's a Scorp? I think he might be. So, he's out of my list. (laughs) That's a shame, because he was really (laughs) eager to get with the lady who yelled at him, no bone Tony. He didn't even blink an eyelash at that, by the way. Like, not even He's one. Anything else from Thursday? Well, there is Yes, Please, Oh, Please. And Ooh. that is Kombucha Baby. So, how do you feel about kombucha? Never had it, but I don't like tea. It doesn't taste like so tea. I don't think I'll like it. You know what it tastes like, actually? It tastes like fermented shit. Yes, and anything fermented is so good for you that, like, I can drink anything if it's good for me. My rides here. How, how do you ferment something? <laughs> how do you ferment something, Lisa? Okay, so there's s- different ways. There's putting sugar on stuff. There's adding. There's no vinegar involved. It's weird. But like making, um, what's it called? One of my favorite things, sauerkraut. And you just like weight it down with like certain like mixtures of things and then it just ferments it and then it's super good for you probiotics and all that good stuff so i have a kombucha making kit and i still have not used it and i need to although i am a little afraid of the mother being in the house also 
I think the same thing that Allie Ward was saying. They're like afraid of the things going to come out of the refrigerator. But I stopped drinking kombucha for one reason alone, and that's because I, I fast all the time, and I used to only drink it for breakfast. So then I never thought about it anymore. So immediately as they were doing this, I went online and I looked up the names of my two favorites, which is Health Aid, and I like the the GT Synergy. They're very good, except for I look for the ones with the lowest amount of sugar, because some of them they're two servings for a bottle. It's like Okay, let's some janky shit. Like, come on, give me a full serve. I'm not drinking half of a bottle of kombucha. Anyway, so I went online and they had some delivery service. So I ordered some of the healthy ones, like a variety pack. So I'm just going to be breaking my fast every day. It'll be later in the day. And I just need to get back into the habit of it because it's really fucking good for you. It's probiotics. It's good for, I like, you know, I have issues. I got GI issues. They don't call me G.I. Jane for nothing. <laughs> what are you going to say your face? Anyway, it does not taste like um, tea. It has a slight hint of vinegar, which I love vinegar too, but like I don't necessarily want to drink vinegar. And what it tastes like to me, and this is something that could help the kombucha's case, or it might hurt it. Oh my God, my sideburns are starting to come out. My Mexican side comes out when I'm sweaty. Um... Do you remember the hard seltzers that I brought to Joanna's uh, birthday? The ones that were supposed to be yes. spicy? That flavor, it tastes like kombucha. But those were probiotic. One of them was funky and gross, though. But that one that tasted like fish water? Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. It, it wasn't that one. It was whatever the other one was. It, it's slightly tangy. It's effervescent, so it's got some bubbles. And it just tastes like a bubbly like tart juice that's what it tastes like okay that's it and by the way there are some that have tons of sugar they're the mango flavored one it tastes like mango juice it's delicious but it's way too much sugar so i try and go for like eight grams or less of a serving per serving this one's more so i don't have that that's why i want to make it myself i'll do the ginger i'll do the lemon not that i love those two flavors together but because it's good for you i can i can choke down something that's good for me See, we should be recording video because the face is alone here. <laughs> We're doing a lot of uh, visual Yeah, it's bits. almost like before... It's a visual. Yes, it's a visual. It's like the Nickelodeon days. Okay. So you've not had it. So you kind of did because that that hard seltzer, that, was, that had probiotics. So now I have an issue with hard kombucha because I always had kombucha for breakfast. I'm not going to be drinking for breakfast. So I never, I never think about doing something that's bad for you and good for you as one but like i really should because does it cancel itself i don't know it's just to me it's counterintuitive when you really think of it it's not it makes sense it's like my poor man's margarita which is tequila and lemonade um i'm just drinking lemonade for the vitamin c obviously i'm getting hammered at the same time Lisa. <laughs> it's a win win no scurvy over here okay okay See, you almost sold me. Except for the fact that kombucha But see, then I would crave it. Like, I would crave the flavor of it, but I wouldn't crave it like, oh, I got to have this for, like, my... Like, I crave Prosecco on a Friday night. I don't crave kombucha in the evening. It was like a morning thing. Like, oh, I can't wait to start drinking this kombucha. That does have a little alcohol on it already, but it's fine. I burn it off in my mouth. It's fine. All right. Anything else? Okay. I'll talk about the champagne some more later. But anyways, they did JMOs on Monday. Would you like to pick a JMO to talk about? I don't recall any of them. All right, sir. 
Um, you see a commercial. Oh, when you're fast forwarding through commercials, you see a commercial that is a show that you watch and you think, oh shit, that's the show I'm watching and you stop to watch it. Uh, you eat a mediocre meal and you imagine you're starving so that you can enjoy it. Um, you're so bad with names. You wish that books had a name glossary. You think showering is a drag and you go through drive through and you hate to do the face-to-face ordering. Any of these speak to you? No, but I guess if I had to pick one, I would say the book name one because I am terrible with names. You are. But there's there are some books that have like a character guide, don't they? I would Where, imagine. I don't, know, I don't like, read. Uh, well, everyone knows that. Uh, but like, imagine those Harry Potter books. It's like fucking Ugh. Harry, this fucking dork who has a lightning bolt on his face. Uh, Hermione, this fucking dweeb who sounds like a body part. <laughs> fucking Mulva? the redhead. <laughs> <laughs> Dolores. <laughs> Um, fucking the redhead kid. He's mm. the fucking dork who no one likes. You know. So every one you of your glossary is going to start with the fucking dork. That is this. Well, yeah. <laughs> if we're talking about Harry Potter, yeah, then, obviously yeah, it's fucking dorks. So I, for, for a couple things, Alice made a good point. I hate it when someone writes a book. They have all the control in the world, and they write. They name three people similar names. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Bad writing. Why did you get published? Side note. I'm bad with names, too, but not when it comes to books. I don't know why that is. I can follow along the characters. I know what the fuck's going on. But in real life, names, I'm like, I don't know why I'm not thinking of the person's name when they introduce themselves. I'm thinking about something else. Like, I I need to ask them a good question to get this conversation started. And then I'm like, fuck, what's her name? (laughs) In general, it's like Mark, Rick, or Steve. (laughs) That's a Steel Magnolias moment. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, the one that really talked to me or spoke to me is going through the drive-thru and having to order. I did this yesterday and I thought about it. I hate it when the person's standing there and you have to order to the person standing there, not to the speaker. Because first of all, you have to like do the extra nice stuff, which is fine. I'm cool with that because I'm very friendly. I'm a friendly gal. I probably would have hugged him if I could. But I, I'm always ordering for like 300 other people, all their special orders, all the different things. And then as soon as someone's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, Bleh! and then I forget everything. So, and then I start thinking like, I just look into their eyes and I just start forgetting everything. So I have to try and like look off to the side like, oh my God, grilled Lisa, cheese spread you, only. What? Are you ordering food from The Wiz? <laughs> yes. Every time it's The Wiz, I just see those eyes and I'm just like, oh. Why do I love this guy? Is it because of this? <laughs> I'm the whiz and nobody beats no, me. Nobody beats me. I think I told you my friend was dating someone just like him. I'm like, I swear to God, a ray of light went across his eyes when he would talk. And I'll, I think he was a giant nerd probably, but I don't even know. I was just like, it's the whiz. I forgot what his name was oh. for so long. But him and his girlfriend were swingers too. I wonder... I was more attracted to her than him. But anyway, that's a whole other. Well, yeah, sometimes you got to. Uh... No one to hold them and no one to fold them. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have your options open. <laughs> that's that's me. Thumbs up. Oh, my gosh. So I did two thumbs up when I was recording with North Carolina Gen, like the Fonz. So what's one? Just dumb. Nerd. So anyway, 
Uh, at the end of the Thursday episode, once again, I love that Wendy brought champagne. And I also love, and I wish that they would have started it from the beginning because they literally had sips and they, they were tipsy. I mean, you could tell. And I thought this would have been so fun to just have this interwoven into the episode because I don't know why Allison feels like she needs to apologize for drinking anything because she talks about the fact she doesn't drink. But she's also talked about the fact that she's taken sips of Daniel's drink sometimes. She's not sober. She just doesn't drink. But she also has said she's maybe had like a glass of wine here and there. So she doesn't need to apologize to have a little bit of champagne. It's not going to kill anybody. Um, it was fun and celebratory and how thoughtful of Wendy. I loved it. There you go. It. Yeah. <laughs> was that your Velcro wallet or was that? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that tearing <laughs> sound. Um, I thought it was weird of, I actually thought it was kind of weird that she brought champagne. Because I would not, I would not bring, you know, cocaine to Charlie Sheen's house. I'd be like, I know you have a problem. Uh, not that Allison has a problem. Yeah. I just know she's a sober person. Mm. So I thought it was a Okay, weird so that is true. But the weird part is, is that Wendy didn't know that. Because she was kind of like, oh, like I didn't, some didn't know. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. But then also Allison making apologies for not wanting a full glass like you're not going to insult anybody it's fine if you have a glass and like you're not sober it's fine you went to a few meetings it didn't take you're not into god it's fine how do you know she's not into god based on her conversations about not being into god and her religious friends not inviting her to be saved she's open to it yeah that doesn't mean you're into it well she's into it to your fucking church you go to I've actually been wanting to go back, to be honest, but maybe I'll find a different one because I find all churches, all they want is donations, tithing, man. Jeez Louise. Isn't my presence presence enough? For God's sake. Don't pay taxes. There's a lot of things. Lots of things. What what are they doing with all this money, Lisa? That's what I'd like to know about it. Where's it going? I know how much the rent is. (laughs) Someone needs to get one of those robes for Tony. Hello. Whoa. Wait, what? (laughs) I don't know about that. Uh, Little altar boy Tony. Hey. (laughs) Why am I shimmying? I don't know. All right. Is that it? Can we is that a wrap? God, I hope so. Can we call it quits? I'm starting to melt in here. Like I said, my hair's gonna start. Okay. Anyway. All right. If you'd like to be on this show, cool um email bfancast at gmail.com follow the show on twitter at bfancast follow me at bff lisa lowry i tweet th- about the show so that's cool little rafi what say you follow me at rmcgs on instagram because in a couple short mm, weeks mm. we'll be in the month of july and you know what they say about july that's when y- it's good to listen to music and post about it. Because Jews on don't lie. Instagram. Oh. Okay, so I could probably cut that out. <laughs> Your face. Um, oh okay. You know what? I'm so excited about this. I wish I saw some prompts so I could be ready for it. But you know what? That's the name of the game. That's the name of the game, baby. You're going to get surprised on June 30th. I'm kicking you in the twat with a new... <laughs> <laughs> with a 
no wait actually last time i just posted a blank calendar didn't i oh like, it's I like a little like, tease boom get ready motherfuckers yeah it was um, a really quat- karate twat i don't think <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i actually posted the thing until the day no of. you're right you teased and that was good because i was excited sure. it took me a month to do it but a month and a half but i did and it was fun and you know what? Even it's one of the ol- some of the only things I save to my highlights on Instagram because I like to go back sometimes and like look because it's a mood. It's fun. Big mood. Yeah, it is. All right. <laughs> so, BFFs, may all your pain be champagne. Thank you and good night. Mexico, Cubano, Dominicano, all the plugs that I know, driving Benzes, with no benefits, not bad, huh, for some immigrants, build your fences, we digging tunnels, can't you see we getting money up under you, can't you see the private jets flying over you, Maybach bumper stickery, what we're overdue, Jay is chilling, yay is chilling, what more can I say, we killing them, hold up, before we end this campaign, as you can see we done bodied the damn lambs, Lord please let them accept the things they can't change, and pray that all of their pain be champagne. My cans are quite sweaty.